Another edition of the Question Everything Guys' podcast. This is your host, Sean. Lady B. The Mick. Today's episode, we're talking about urban legends. Do you believe? We have a special guest with us. Why don't you tell us a little something about yourself? Well, um, I was born, my dad was military, so I was born in Virginia, but I'm, I basically grew up around Louisiana parts, um, done a little bit of traveling. Nice, nice. So you said you traveled, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I've been to a couple countries, you know, just just basic stuff. 27, a couple, yeah. Yeah. Today's episode, we're talking about urban legends. Do you believe? We're going to have some awesome urban legend stories for you today. Um, we're going to start off with Mick. He's got a, a fabulous one. Absolutely. Starting off with this one. Once again, if, if you uh, ever watched um, Ripley's Believe It or Not, or in fact, that you, you, you've heard of this story, but I wanted to kind of get into it. Uh, and tell y'all about it if y'all haven't heard it. It was called The Traveling Mummy. And uh, it, it kind of starts off at um, 19, 1967. There was a, a film. Let me see here. Get to my notes. There was a fun house in California is where it was. And they were using this fun house as a, um, as a stage for, for the film to shoot the movie. And they were moving these, what were supposedly wax, you know, dummies. They were moving them around, trying to get them in the right position. One of the mummies they were moving, his, the arm fell off. But well, when they started looking at it, they seen human bones in this thing. So they this stopped dummy everything. made out of yeah. Wax? Well, they, they thought it was, right? They thought it was a fake dummy. It had bones in it. So they're like, well, this is kind of weird. We're calling the police, right? Police get there. They take it up, do DNA on it. Corner. Is a, well, they brought it to a morgue. It's a corner. And uh, they realized it was a real person. And then after going back and doing research on this, it actually turned out to be a guy named Elmer McCurdy. He was born in 1880. Throughout his life, uh, he just seemed to grow up and just have the worst of luck. It seemed like he was born to a single mother. Uh, he was raised by his family. He he was actually a plumber and then joined the military where he learned uh, how to use it, improvise explosives. Now, here's where it gets crazy. <laughs> when he was 20 to about 23 or 25 years old, he was arrested uh, on... Um, Drunk in public, I guess you would say. And uh, just things started getting worse. I bet he didn't want to be drunk in public. <laughs> I mean, well, he was. No, it was it was McCurdy. It was good old Elmer. And, uh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I, his arm fell off, so did if he, he did. <laughs> well, he was, he was here's, here's the thing. He was a horrible shot, and I'm getting to that. <laughs> did he, he was, not eat the last bite of the sandwich? He, he might have not. But here's the plumber. Here's the thing where it gets crazy. He starts robbing. He starts robbing trains. Okay, he's got him a little group. He, he starts robbing trains, and and then what happens is, he uses his explosive knowledge to blow up the safes and everything, 
And every single time he does this, it, it screws up the robbery. So and yet he keeps doing it. Yeah, yeah, he does it. Hey, he, he, he's an alcoholic too. Okay, he's probably not doing this under Pat, under safe tire. Well, anyway, the one of the last one of the last they robberies. No, they're not. One of the last uh, ones he did. They actually uh, found out who he was and they went down and they uh, they were trapped him in a farm and they had a shootout with uh, with the police. They killed him. They shot him. And uh, they brought him to uh, to the funeral home, right? Funeral guy got him all dressed up, but nobody claimed the body. So they wouldn't release his body until it, it was paid. So the, the at the funeral home, they, the guy's like, well, I'm going to make money off of this. I'm going to charge people a nickel to come view this body. And he put a rifle in his arms and, you know, he's like, come see what a bank robber looks like, you know? Well... This is yeah. This is where it gets kind of kind of uh, crazy because they had this traveling carnival show that wanted to buy this thing and he wouldn't sell it. So they had somebody act like they were his family to claim the body, and he they believed them. They gave him the body. This thing was on a traveling carnival show for years. This is why he needs photo ID. <laughs> and he ended up in an amusement park in California in uh, 1977. Um, it was, uh, 1967 he ended up there, but, uh, from where we're going to go, this, he was killed in October 9th of 1911, and it wasn't till 1977 that he was actually found and buried. So this, this, this guy's body was traveling all over the place for those many years. 61 and, years. Yeah. And nobody even realized at that, cause it's been so long that it was even a real body. So... He didn't even have any family that knew that no, he was dead. No, how did it not smell? They used formaldehyde. He was he was involved, right? The, and they used uh, the chemicals they used back then. I mean, you could sit, you can sit a person out, and they wouldn't smell. They wouldn't rot. It was just it, it basically was mummified. Right. That's yeah. It's the same thing the Egyptians did, and um, I want to say it was Lincoln, but he his body went on tour for like two weeks. Yeah, I, I think, think he did. Yeah. Tour. Yeah. Yeah, like they displayed it. Yeah. That's well, they had somebody. The well, they had people uh, try to steal Lincoln's body. Right. Isn't that the time where people had, um, what, like, family pictures with the dead bodies? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They used to take pictures what of dead people. What is that called again? It was post, remember. post something, post mortem. I know that's when you have sex with the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> mortis. There you go. Rigamortis. No, rigamortis is when. When they're all stiffs. Yeah, and I don't know where's Google. But but the thing about the urgent legend, uh, urgent legend is on this is because this thing, just think, this thing was in a funhouse with people going in it thinking that this thing was fake for years, and it was a real body, real body. That, now think about all the little scare houses you ever been in, the decorations they use, and it could it could be that could be a real dead body. You never know. That's crazy. It's like the the bodies on the movie. Uh, what was it? House of Wax. No. Um, oh, I like that movie. That was, that was a House of a Thousand movie. Corpses. No, the the wa uh, wa no, wax Oh, wax works. It was called Wax Works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they that, like there the was a legend that they actually used real skeletons. Really. And that's why the whole movie was cursed, and that's why like a whole bunch of people that played in the movie died, including that little blonde girl. Oh, oh, real yeah, skeletons? Yeah. Well, no, that little girl had some kind of stomach, uh, some kind of disease I thought she died of or some kind Everything, of rupture or Everybody from that movie 
I think, like, something bad happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all because of the TV. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> Try right, podcast, not TV. <laughs> I'm going to go on to mine. Mine is on um, the Black Eyed Kids. This actually originates from uh, Abilene, Texas. The reason this one is so creepy, because the guy that reports it was actually already a well-established uh, journalist. Like, he already had an amazing career, so I can't understand why this guy would come out with something this fake and just completely shatter his career. So, it started off with uh, Brian Bethel, he, who was a reporter for um, the Abilene Reporter News. This story really got out in 1998. What had happened, he had sent out, this was way before the internet took off. I mean, internet was still there, but... Before Al Gore invented the internet? <laughs> yes. He sent out this mailing list uh, uh, about the story... Um, he recalls uh, it happened back in the summer of 1996. So he's out one night paying some bills, and it, it's late. He is parked right next to a movie theater, and he's looking down at his bills and going over some finances, I guess, and he hears a knock on the door, and there's two children right outside his car door. And the thing about these kids, he said both both boys were under 16 years old, they kept. At, they had asked him if they could run, if he could run them to their to their house because they had forgot their money to uh, see the last movie of the night. Well, he starts thinking about it and he realizes that okay, if I run these boys home, they're not going to be able to make the last movie. It's it's starting now, and so then they kept beating, or they started beating on the windows. And, and this is and this is two kids. He doesn't know. Right. Okay, so it's already a messed up situation. Right. So wait a minute. He they asked him to take him or help him with the their little movie and money situation. Then he closed the door, and then they started banging on the window. Well, the, he was in his car. The door was already closed, and his window was up. This was late at oh. night. Was, well, they still asked him for a ride to to go home to get money. And he hadn't even said yes or no, and they're beating on the window. It's a good way to say no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was in. That was in the. Um, since we're on this topic, but the latest um, American Horror Story episode had similar. It was Mr. Jangles, right? And he gets out of his truck and he's he's walking up to the car. The first thing, the first thing she does instead of running is just roll the car window up. You run. How old was that vehicle? You run. Well, it was, she was it, rolling the window. That's up. that's why it's called 1984. Is because it's from oh. the 80s. They, st- they right. still have yeah. prank windows. Um, like, that's uh, their idea of. Uh, <laughs> Electronic is you press the button that doesn't exist and you crank the window yourself. You know. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, back okay, to the yeah, story. Right. So he starts getting unnerved about the entire situation. So then he actually looks up and looking and looks in the kids' face and he notices that these kids have black eyes, no pupils, no white. Everything in their eyes is pitch black. So how blind is he that he didn't notice that right off the bat? Well, he, I guess he was trying to avoid the situation. I mean, this is 1998. This isn't the 40s, 50s, or 60s, you know? I mean, think about it. 1998, all the kids missing and everything. Uh, I guess he was trying to avoid that awkward situation. I, yeah, I would. I'm, I'm the same. Dude. Uh, I would not let any kids. trafficking. Right. Any kids I didn't know just jump in my car, though. Right. That's when Pet Cemetery came out, too, man. Nobody. Yeah, was, especially when I'm out of candy. Click, click. Yeah. And, well, once he, you know, he wouldn't answer. He didn't answer the kids at all whether or not he was going to bring them to get their money for the movie. So then they started acting irate. They started really beating on the window. And then they started saying, we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Tell oh, us so this is okay. like vampires. Like you gotta... Right, right. Like a similar situation. Yeah, because yeah, you gotta allow, you gotta give them access. You gotta be able to say, come in my house, you're welcome. So, right. By this time, 
I guess the guy was so unnerved he just drove off. Hell yeah. And then when he looked in the rearview mirror, kids were gone. It's crazy. Um, there's actually been multiple accounts of this. Um, there was a Marine that claimed the same situation outside of a Marine uh, barracks in South Carolina, except it was two young girls, black eyes, same description. Um, they kept saying, we can't come in unless you let us in. So let us in. Right. You know? Um, and I just, I get like how stupid some of this stuff does sound, but why would somebody like this, like a well-established journalist, you know, somebody that's had an amazing career. Why would he lie about stuff like this? Yeah, this lady went that's like that's like Nessie. I mean, old Nessie. There's maybe he doesn't exist, but there's been too many people that have seen him. He so, stole Tree Fifty. <laughs> tree, I don't know. <laughs> three fifty, three dollars fifty cents. Do you watch South Park? <laughs> it, do, pre, it doesn't pre, work if you've pre, never pre seen it. Pre season, pre season, like what? Pre season ninety seven. I probably watched it for the first 37 seasons that they had. Seasons? They haven't even had 23 yet. Sure they have. That's what I'm saying. Though. South Park's kind of not like, like it used your to be. Game of Thrones where there's only six seasons and it's over. South Park's been around since I was a kid. You know? Side note, when my cookie get to Game of Thrones, I'm going to hurt you. That was the author of the book. Huh? No, um, we didn't even finish the book, that fat bastard. <laughs> it takes a long time to write a book. I don't care. Political conversation ended. Who's taking the next? Political. Who's taking the next urban legend? So wait a minute. What's the legend? You have to be in a certain. That was the it. That was it. But I don't get it. Like, there's there's so many. Is there a thing you have to do to run into these black children, or is it just black children, black eyed children? (laughs) I'm sorry, black eyed children. Um. It no. Um. The Marine and the journalist, uh, he, they were just caring about their what they would typically do and run across this. So does they, this, is this always in, like, one town or anywhere? No, it's actually been um, all throughout the U.S. I'm thinking these eight kids, man. Don't they these have a movie kids. about that and they're all, like, blonde? Uh, there was no description. I think that was a, another Stephen King movie, I think, that is. Uh, what is that? Children of the Corn? No. No, that's worse. They're all blonde. They're all blonde and, like, have superpowers or something. Doesn't your daughter oh, um, No, you're thinking of Indigo Children, not Black Eyed Kids. I can't remember. Indigo Children. That is actually, that would be a really interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Do some research on that. Maynard James Keenan, lead singer from Tool and Pussifer and mm-hmm. A Perfect Circle. He's really into stuff like that. What is and what is this? Uh, the Indigo Children. And I've heard of that before. Because I've heard of the Rainbow Family. The Indigo, dude, that is something that you have to definitely check out. Then. Do you know what the Rainbow Family is? Uh, no. That's the the hippie family that makes the really clean LSD, but they don't exist. If you get me, like they just kind of show up randomly at events. Yeah, and yeah. then they just you can't you can't just go find them. Right. Was this story no, made no, no. by Indigo, people on LSD? Indigo children, right they are these special gift children. They they have these um, these like su- supernatural powers, you know, your telekinesis, X-Men. your telepathy. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard that. Oh, they're Madame, Madame Moreau or whatever. It, with, yeah. She, well, she was a witch, I thought, the, the Madame. But that could be telepathy. Well, yeah, I would, yeah they would have the yeah, Madame Curie. To make... No, yeah, which is which is I would think a witch from telepathy. New Orleans, Madame Larue or whatever, and make things move. Marie Laveau, that Marie Laveau. lady, the voodoo queen. She Anyways, is the that next queen. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. supposed to talk about voodoo today. Um, so who's <laughs> not today, later. <laughs> next episode, I was told 
Yeah. <laughs> Next episode is going to be on the paranormal. By the way, if you guys don't know, you can support this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, anywhere that you can really listen to podcasts. Or you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the QE guys. And if you don't, we will come through your mirror and hack off your head. I found these guys on Spotify. Just say our names three oh, times on, on in the mirror. Sean, Lanny B, the Mick. Sean, Lanny B, the Mick. Sean, Lanny Don't B, say the it. Mick. Ah! Anyway, that ties into what I was about to say. <clears throat> so my urban legend is Candyman. Everybody knows this man. They made a movie about him. Scared the crap out of me. Didn't one of, isn't one of the movies based in New Orleans? No, I thought it was Chicago. Okay, it might be Chicago. My bad. I want to say I, uh, I thought I thought the same thing. I thought it was New Orleans. That's the Crow. The, the Crow. Crow is an awesome show. I don't even care what version. That's an made. urban legend, though. The people that don't die that come back yeah. and they just what was that? Invincible. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back to your urban legend. That's I'm sorry. But anyway, he used to be um, he used to be a slave, and I think when he was running away, they tracked him down with dogs, and they ended up smearing him with honey and he got eaten alive by the bees. Would bees eat you eat you that or they just sting you? Yeah, sting the crap out of you. But remember these are paranormal bees. So they might eat you. <laughs> but if they sting you, just imagine how many paranormal bees those were because when you the bee stings, the stinger comes out. Mm -hmm. So another one would have to be generated. It's like that that uh, mythology dragon where you cut off his head and three more come on. But anyway, if you say why he has candy, I really don't know. It, there was no candy mentioned in that little version of it. Well, but because it, honey is sweet. And well, that too. But They, didn't, they weren't going to call him Honey Man. That also sounds creepy. It does. Or, or anaphylactic shock man. Diabetes man. <laughs> Botulism man. But, did he, wait, but, the, but here's the thing, though. He had, in the movie, he had a hook. Right. Didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think they cut off his hand huh. because I, he might have like did something with a, a, a daughter or something. Who knows? But they didn't really specify on that. But there was another version of this where it was like in the seventies, and this man was falling on hard times, and he couldn't support his two kids by himself. So he put cyanide in some pixie sticks and had his son and daughter eat it, and they died. And so did some of, some of the other people. Somehow it got mixed in with the Halloween candy that night. And other people uh, died. Somehow everybody found out and he was sentenced to die by lethal injection. And so that's where another candy man came from. Okay. Because you noticed, because I noticed when I was uh, looking up different urban legends. Just about every urban legend I, I looked up had a movie. They made a movie or somebody wrote a book on it. Some of this stuff was like real life events. Right. And it's just kind of like groans. It's uh folklore. Yeah. And uh so most of this stuff that we're talking about, like you're talking about the candy man and you were talking about the, the kid I wanna say I saw a movie with the kids with black eyes in it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. It, it's yeah, really it's, old as a black and white movie. So it's like most of these urban legends turn into movies. What about like non scary urban legends? Like like news media stories like the lady that was during the hurricane and she was like 
they were they were saying like, what are you gonna do now that all the churches are flooded? And she goes, oh well, I don't I don't go to churches. I go to Popeyes. Uh, Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? Like media urban legends, like things like that, because they they exist, but it's it's kind of the same thing. Like through, there's no actual account of them. It's just people saying, oh, I saw this on the news right. or whatever. They kind of make up stories or embellish what they hear. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's I've never heard of that Popeyes one. I don't know. I like that then. Real churches. I wonder if you were eating Popeye's chicken in front of the mirror when you say Candyman, would he come out and be nice to you and just ask for a piece of chicken and then go away? <laughs> I would. That is not politically correct. That is a tad bit racist. Why? Who wow. said Candyman was black? You did. You said he was a slave. Oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, not all slaves were black. Most of them were, but not all. Very true. Mitch, I hear you got a special herb. Uh-huh, I didn't even no, say what is, you had to do. It's kind of Candyman. Don't skip me. Oh, go back. My no, mine's kind of Candyman, though. It's, it's, it's is it Bloody the, Mary? The, the female version in South Africa that had Pinky Pinky. Okay. And he basically, he's he's like this crazy, weird rapist that only haunts women. And when they say Pinky Pinky three times in the mirror in their bathroom, that's when they come. But he only targets girls that wear pink underwear. So you just don't wear pink underwear, you're good. Yeah, but... So I'm going to say something extremely non What if you're a um, gender-neutral guy mm. wearing pink underwear? Don't have a period? <laughs> <laughs> what if you're a guy identifying as a woman and he's wearing pink underwear anyway? All I've got to say is you know how pissed off Pinky Pinky's going to be? <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if a guy who identifies as a woman tries it and nothing happens and that proves that he's not a woman? Well, no, he's a rapist. No, I'm Pinky talking about the person that would actually Pinky say Pinky's the name. he's a rapist. I know, but oh. if he would only do it to women. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if it's one of those urban legends where you have to say the name three times, why would you do it? I don't know. Why would you say Candyman five times? I just That's got the, the craziest idea. It. And it scared the... You've done it? I just got oh, an yeah, idea. of course. I've done it. Halloween night, we're going to get together for a special live podcast. We're going to live? Make, yes. We're going to fuck with a Ouija board. Nope. Not at my I'm, house. I'm, yeah, Dude, I'll do just that. so you I'm know, we do this that. podcast at my that. house. There will be no Ouija board at this house. We can do it at my house. Let's we'll we'll, we'll, we'll change locations to go play with we'll, the Ouija board. If I, we I go, won't be there. We're talking about England, nineteen thirteen. They go to this hotel. They're at this convention, right? Right. So they have, they go to this hotel. There are two different rooms. Next morning, okay. Daughter wakes up, goes to check on her mother. Her mother's gone, but not just gone. The whole room's rearranged. Like, the furniture's in different places. It's like a whole different room. So she goes down to the counter and says, hey, if y'all see my mother, they're like, you didn't come here with anybody. You came alone. She's like, no, we both signed the thing. We both signed the, we you, you sign in. There was no name where her mother, her mother signed right underneath her. That was gone. So they just kept on and on telling her, your mother, you showed up by yourself. So she ends up uh, going crazy over this. And years and years go by, and she's just, you know, she, it's making her go crazy. Until what they say is a maid. They say a maid finally broke the news to her years and years and years down the road. But what happened was, around that time in 1913 in England, there was, uh, there was an outbreak of, uh, of some kind of virus. And this woman had it, and she was sick. The staff found her dead. They got rid of her body. And redid everything in the room and made this whole lot so it wouldn't get out. Right. Because there was some kind of exhibition in the town that was making a lot of money. So, is it true? I don't know. But if it is, man, that's it sounds like something that could be real. 
Yeah, that sounds really messed up, man. Like, that's actually a really good one. Yeah, and uh, I, I can't find anything on it, like, you know, anybody's personal names. Uh, Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock, there was a, a, a show on it. He did, a, he did a movie on it, or one of his episodes he had. It was on there. But I thought it was pretty pretty interesting. I like that. that. That was a good one. That was a legit good one. No, thank you. Did she come through the mirror? Not all ur- urban legends come through yeah, the mirror. Yeah, apparently you say banishing lady three times in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Does she come out with Candyman and a piece of chicken? <laughs> banishing lady, is that? She's just in the in-law suite. Did you look at her? She appears in the mirror. A lot of these, urban, <laughs> a lot of these urban legends, man, happen in hotels and shit. So my next urban legend is the Bunny Man, and this legend comes all the way from Virginia. Um, is it kind? Of, is this is this kind of like Donnie Darko? Is that kind of, I guess, in okay. a way, sort of. Let's he, get into he, it. Let's go. He, go for it. I missed time. You got me interested. He jumps through time. Uh, no. So back in 1904, there was a mental asylum shut down because of public outrage. Mm-hmm. You know, the asylum was actually drawn away from people wanting to go to this town. So the government came in, said, "Okay, we're going to shut it down." So the mental asylum got shut down, and then the government arranged for the patients to be transferred. But as the bus was leaving, the bus crashed. Uh, A few inmates escaped into a nearby forest while the rest were killed. All the patients were eventually accounted for except for two, Marcus Loster and Douglas Griffin. Oh, so this is like legit, like this is names, okay. Yeah, locals over a period of a few days, they started to find rabbit carcasses. They were on the ground. They were like hanging from trees. rabbits? Yes. They were on the ground. They were hanging from trees. The rabbits were skinned and some of them were like ripped to shreds like they, like an animal had ripped them apart with their teeth. Locals and authorities soon found Marcus Loster or what was left of him. He had been murdered and he was found hanging from a tree with parts of his body literally ripped to shreds like somebody was eating him. This was all, he was found, the tree was at the bottom of a tunnel the tunnel was underneath an over, a bridge, an overpass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, later, the police tracked down the suspected killer and the last uh, escapee, Douglas Griffin. Uh, the police later revealed on an ex- extremely terrifying truth about Douglas Griffin. He was committed into the asylum for butchering his own wife and children yeah. on Easter Sunday. No. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. The bridge was then given the nickname the Bunny Man Bridge. Why would you want to name a bridge after that? It was given that name by the local Virginians, and the name the still Virginians. exists today. Like, I mean, 2019. Name it Rainbow Happy Time Bridge. Right. The bridge's real because name is it would actually be weird if a guy popped out of nowhere and tried to eat you, and it was called Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> Rainbow Happy Time Bridge. Not you got to make it happy. That wouldn't make any sense. The real the bridge's real name is actually Colchester Overpass, um, but locals still refer to it oh, as... Oh, because this is a, the nickname for the right. town gave it. The locals still refer to it as the Bunnyman Bridge. Um, since the 1970s, uh, the local residents descri- described coming across a violent and extremely angry man dressed in a bunny costume, wielding and swinging an axe on them. And that's the end of... That legend. And they never caught but the it, guy. It was, no, they, they eventually the did. They, they caught the guy. Well, no. In 1904, the bus actually crashed, but they started seeing the man in the bunny costume in the early 70s. Uh, up until the 70s. Right. The, it all, the legend seems from Douglas Griffin from 1904. And that's another thing about these urban legends. You notice how all of them 
are like from the early 1900s to like 1970. Alright. <clears throat> My next urban legend is stemming from where I originally come from, which I probably don't want to say what the name of that little village is. It's not a city, it's not a town, it is a village. Everybody knows everybody. <clears throat> and actually this comes from the railroad tracks, so actually anybody, any town that's on this railroad tracks uh, pathway has the same little story. Oh, I think <clears throat> I know where you're going with this one. Mm -hmm. If you are on the railroad tracks, it, it, I can't remember, it's either midnight or three o'clock in the morning because my dad told me the story and he said witching hour. Like three o'clock. That's three o'clock. But right? at the time we thought witching hour was twelve before we realized yes. that that's not the case. Um, uh, if you stand on there at that time, you'll see a lantern light in the distance, and it's from a guy who either died accidentally or he was murdered. It was never really known. But in one night, I was like, "Hey, Dad, let's go uh, try and see it." And he didn't want to go because he also said, well, there have been known uh, people that would go there and try to do, like, Satan worship. So he didn't want to go out in the middle of the woods where the railroad right. was and go there. So I'm like, mm, So this okay. is really in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, that village is in the middle of nowhere. And, yeah. then, and then I'm thinking train tracks. You can follow a train track. I don't know if you've ever Anywhere. done that. It, I mean, most train tracks, Miles. When they get, yeah, when they get through that main town, it's nothing but trees or right. it's nothing. Right. This place is in the middle of Kasachi. So it's forced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. It's close to where, if anybody knows, where um, Hodges Gardens is. And that place closed down too, huh? Yes, very oh, sad. Oh, man. Where we had that, our yeah. Old baby. That was an awesome, right. awesome place. Yeah. I like Hodges Gardens. Maybe one day it'll open back up. Maybe Trump will put a bunch of money into it. Who knows? You know, when I was looking up these urban legends, there was one, and this is the one I thought you were about to do. <laughs> what? Now, this one's got to be true. But it has to do with a train. This isn't all. There was an urban legend of this town, of this one town having the largest baby boom in America. Did you read this one? I heard about this. And one. it was because this this town at this certain time of night where they were at, this train passed through their town, and it was loud. And it apparently woke the town up at late times of the night. Well, this is like years ago, so you didn't, you know, you all you had to do was, you know, there's nothing to do. You could watch TV and have TV or radio, I guess, you know, at that time. So people put themselves to sleep the best way they knew how, and that was getting busy with it, you know. And but people started having kids, and that was a uh, that was one that I read. I thought it was pretty good. That's what that's what I thought you were going to be going with. I didn't know what you were going with, but I thought that was pretty good. So let's answer the question: urgent or urgent urban legends? Mick, do you believe? I believe they have truth to them, absolutely. And in some, well, some of the ones that we we've done today, they were true. Yeah. A few of them, they had, you know, real facts, real names, real evidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, as urban legends go, I do believe it's it, it has truth to them. It's just embellished. Right. Yeah, Chupacabra, the Yeti, all these things are worldwide, basically. They just have different names. But they're, they're there. I mean, you have the Yeti. Some cultures call it uh, Bigfoot. Some say Yeti. Abominable Snowman. The Yowie. Chupacabra is... Um, the Rougarou. Rougarou for Louisiana. Wendigo. Yeah, even... Wendigo for up north. Yeah. It, I, but it's, it's all the same thing. It's like some three-headed... Even even the Grunch, which is like a Louisiana like inbreed story of like some crazy... These people that like got together. They so migrated it was, from Alabama. It was a, yeah, no, it was an albino family. 
and then mm-hmm. you know, a family of dwarves, and they made it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold up. I'm already scared. I'm, I, this, 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 I had this picture in my head, man. The Grunch, not to be confused with like Captain Crunch. <laughs> or the Grinch. He's creepy or the too. Grinch. Or the Grinch. That's like a green. He's walking small and he hates Christmas. So it, this is actually a real thing. No, it's yeah, it's based out of New Orleans. It's it's um, okay. okay. You know how like um, so it's called the Grunch. The Grunch. Okay. It, it, and you know how they're always talking about like Louisiana and its inbreeding. Right. Okay, well, this is this is the, the tree? third is, legend behind it. The myth. Yeah, this is the craziness that could could come from that. Okay. Okay. So it's it's these albino people and these dwarves, and they got together and they made it, and they had this offspring that hunts people. But how it hunts people is it hurts a goat, puts it on the side of the road. You get out to check on it, then they start eating you. So, so like, they're also cannibalistic. Well, I would guess. I mean, then. Why would you kill if not for food? Uh, I can Pleasure. Name, I can name a shitload of serial <laughs> Anger, revenge. No matter how you look at it. Passion. <laughs> so, Lenny B, urban legends, do you believe? I don't know. There, I do believe in one urban legend. That if you make this podcast go any longer, niche, I will kill you. <laughs> Let's see if it's true. <laughs> I was trying to shorten my story by connecting it to someone else's. So, from all of us at the Question Everything Guys podcast, thank you. This is Sean. Lady B. The Mick. <laughs>